Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, welcome to this week's show, uh, where we're going on a beginner's guide to niche marketing. And as uh, as always, I'm joined by none other, Mr. Thomas Gentleman, our resident top seller. Hi, Thomas. How are you? Hi, Aidan. I'm great, thanks. I hope everyone's doing well out there in internet land. <clears throat> Another uh, broadcast for you all this week. Aidan, what's the title of this week's uh, magnificent adventure into e-commerce? Oh, so again, one second. I've lost Aidan. I said, can you hear me, Aidan? I'm I, coming through. You're coming through fine. Can you repeat that, please, Thomas? I can, but I'm not going to. So this week, what is the title of the show? It's the beginner's guide to niche marketing. The beginner's guide to niche marketing. Okay, so <clears throat> niche marketing. Why is that important, Aiden? Oh, sorry, it's the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we can switch it up. Um, so why is it important? Because it's it's uh, what I would say is the first crucial steps to really getting a, a powerful foothold in a, in, a, in a market or demographic to one. Um, basically, well, basically to target and get those get that traffic really um, well, let's let's break it down so this is a beginner's guide uh, we will cover some more advanced stuff along the way but the first thing is niche what is a niche or niche is that niche 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 or niche niche marketing what is it so a niche or niche is a, a, a division a group of people that are all interested in the same thing or experiencing the same issue or or uh, any 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 definable targetable group so and a, a good niche could be something like fishermen fishermen are always popular um fishing so uh, fishing men and women um that could be a niche people that go skiing skiers that could be a niche a separate niche would maybe be professional skiers or athletes that were skiing that's another niche so a niche is any any interest where you can say that a lot of people are, 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 are not necessarily a lot of people where all of the people in that group would be interested in the same thing now yeah. there are some huge niches out there and some very 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 specific niches so um, a, a very broad niche would be pet owners. Yes, that is a niche. And if you were selling something like uh, pet insurance, that would be that would be the, the niche that you're in. But for our purposes of niche marketing, where we want to put a design in front of somebody because this is print on demand. I'll get I'll get to print on demand in a moment. But this is we're selling a design on a product. So we want to put a, a design out there that really speaks to those people. So we're looking for people that are highly passionate, highly passionate people. That's who we want. Yeah. But highly passionate people that are all in the same group and not a Facebook group, not that kind of a group, but are all interested in the same thing. That's that's what we're we're looking to do. The higher the passion, the better the buyer intent from that group. So if somebody I'm sure we've all met people before that can't stop talking about something a little bit like me, not being able to stop talking about print on demand. And that, that's the level of passion that you really yeah. want to be able to channel your marketing into. So just very quickly, as this is a beginner's guide, what is print on demand? Print on demand, you hear it a lot, POD. Print on demand is a way of producing 
a product only after the order has been taken. So a buyer will come to the product page, make an order, and only at that point will the item be printed and then sent out to the customer. So there's no great warehouse full of a design all ready to go. It's made to order, printed, literally on demand. So that that's what print on demand is. Aiden, niche yeah. marketing. What do you think? How 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 important is it to target your designs to a specific group? It's incredibly important. Uh, incredibly important because if you if you're not targeted to a, a certain group of passionate people, you, you're going to get lost. And not only that, if you if you marketed something to people who kind of like something they're not likely going to buy it compared to someone who loves that certain thing another example would be I, I will go i will walk to another pet owner another dog owner to talk about my dog because i'm proud of my dog and i'm passionate about showing off my dog right but if you then showed me a design with um a goldfish okay yeah i might like goldfish but if it's my certain dog breed well i'm already super super uh, engaged in that so I'm a lot more likely to click the buy button and uh, what breed of dog are you I am not a dog breed I oh, am, sorry. I'm, a, I'm a homo sapien I'm a, I'm a person oh okay uh, I, I'm an old goat so you know it's it's okay um, but oh, a lot's been said so if I put well, remind me yours is a uh, Boston Terrier Boston Terrier. So if I was to target you with a shirt that was designed for with a picture of, say, a Labrador on it, Labrador's a popular dog, fine dog, nothing wrong with a Labrador, great niche, but not 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 your thing. You're going to what are you going to say? You might like it. You might say, yeah. oh, that's a nice design. You like a, he appreciates a canine, yeah. um, but he's not going to buy it. So right. if I want to target Aiden with a with, with a design it's got to be a boston terrier terrier design yeah. and i'm gonna i'm gonna look for uh designs that relate to a boston terrier now this is actually very interesting where we are now because if i make a design that that's targetable that mentions references a boston terrier if that design sells the boston terrier owners such as aiden I can take that design if it's successful and then I can put a Labrador on it and maybe change the text. It might not have a picture of the dog on. You don't have to have a picture. Mm -hmm. It might have a dog bowl and say, uh, you know, I work so my dog can have a better bowl. Um, you can make the bowl gold. Maybe that would work. I don't know. But or put some diamonds around it. But I can take that and then I can put I can change that. I can move that to different niches. So. That's where niche marketing, the, the power of unlocking a design that can be scaled out for different niches. And you could even, it's not just dogs, you could change that to a cat. Cats play with yarn, or at least that's the, that's what I remember from watching movies when I was younger. Not sure. I seek advice first before giving your cat yarn. It seems like quite a bad idea to me, but you know, um, they have scratching poles. Uh, so maybe you could swap it around and then you have, you have different types of cat. You have a, yeah. I'm not an expert on cat breeds. Are you an expert on cat breeds, Aiden? No. No, neither am I. Uh, but I think you have a tabby cat. I'm not sure if that's a breed or just. That's the thing. I know that's... there's a there's a Norwegian cat which is really hairy. I know that. There you go. Uh, if you have 
target hairy Norwegian cat owners. So rather than just doing a cat design, if you can if you can niche it down, that's not that's the other thing. So you've got cats, that's the niche, but then you want to niche down to the people that are passionate. That's the important thing. You want to you want to break that niche down. So for a, a, an example, I often use is that cooking isn't really a niche. It's more of a chore. It's a bit like taking out the garbage. That's not a niche. Being a, a, a rubbish man, a bin man uh, in the United Kingdom, or bin person, excuse me, in the United Kingdom, uh, that's a job. That that that's a niche. That's that's niching down. But just you taking the garbage out or the rubbish out, yeah, that's that's not a niche. In the same way that cooking in general, that isn't a niche. Baking, baking's a niche. Yeah. People are passionate about baking. Sushi, maybe that's a niche. There's been a yeah. big push for avocado adoption uh, across the board. People love an avocado. Um, so that that's a niche. But then you can combine different niches together as well. So that that's another thing. So you can have, for instance, a, a nurse that plays chess. And you can have a design around that. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to be a particularly big or passionate niche, but that's the kind of angles that you can come at this stuff from. So you start out with a, a fairly broad interest, sports, for instance, and then you would take a, a specific sport like football or soccer, as it's called here. Uh, it's not called here. It's called football here, but Americans call it soccer. I don't know. Sport ball. It's a thing. Um, then, OK, that's fairly interesting but then if you combine that with being a mum and then or mum or mother and then the child of the mother plays a sport and then she's a soccer mum yeah. or the father is a soccer dad so now you've combined two things the niche of being a parent and having a child well i suppose parents have to have a child that's how it works with the child paying playing a, a sport and then the parent that you know you have to if you have a child, you understand that on the odd occasion you have to sort of do things with them. It's very frustrating, but you know you, you take them places, and then yeah. you're the the parent, and you sort of stand there and watch and, and look happy. And uh, then you're a soccer mum or dad, or a rugby mum or dad, or a, what do they call yeah. it in America? So it's, you, you kind of mix in um, the, the the passion passionate niche, which is the the football, the sport, with like the circumstance that they are the parent of. And I suppose there's 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 the flip side of that is by mixing something that people like with something else that they like. For example, if up, some people would love fishing and going for a beer. Nothing like mixing those two things. You to weekend, to a weekend, weekend Nurses forecast. And coffee, you know, weekend, your, the, the classic. Your classic weekend forecast, yeah. fishing with a chance of beer or beer with a chance of fishing, even better possibly. Yeah. I'm going to throw some niches at you, Aidan. Let's see if we can think of whether they're a high passion or a low passion niche, whether we think this is something Oof. that we should, we should go after. A little bit of excitement here for a Thursday Oof. afternoon. Uh, I like from, a challenge. Live from Motif Studios UK. Okay, we're, we're going to start with uh, uh, Muay Thai. Thai kickboxing, is that a passionate niche? I'd say it's high passion. Yes, I'd say that anybody that's prepared to take a roundhouse kick. It's very specialised. Yeah. Yeah, if you're taking roundhouse kicks or, or throwing them out, you're, you're going to you're going to want to tell people about that. You're going to want to rep that in the street. Now, what about uh, cycling? Um, it's not as specialised, but people do love it to the point where they will shave their legs. So I think yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm so go I, think, I think it's high passion. 
I think that people that cycle to work might not be as passionate as people yeah. that cycle straight up a mountain for the sake of cycling straight up a mountain or mountain biking or uh, road racing. That's the more passionate thing. I think if you target cyclists in general, you're going to get a lot of people that are just using it as a mode of transportation. Yeah. This is yeah. this is like driving. Driving isn't really a niche motor racing is a niche if somebody drives a car around a track they're going to want to show that off it's a risky thing to do some people would say it's a fairly cool thing to do um now it's a little bit different what about motorbiking or riding a motorbike i think i think it's a high passion niche but only if you go into it is more of the the biker groups the people who like specific types of bike yes hell yeah they, they would be very 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 passionate but yes. people who just have mopeds at 16 probably not no because no one's going to brag about having a moped on their t-shirt maybe i think some mopeds are considered to be there was a whole mods and rockers thing i think the mods might have had mopeds and the rockers had like other types of uh, of transportation i think if you're risking your life doing it a little bit, then you're going to be a little bit happier than, say, driving a Citroen 2CV. Not that there's anything wrong with that. If you've got a Citroen 2CV, a fine automobile, uh, I'm sure. But uh, other car makes are available. Um, but you, I think it's it's edgier. It's edgier. So I, I would say a general, like I ride, you could even sort of wear it as a par parody. But yes, you're right. The when you niche it down into people that may be uh, into like uh, touring bikes or, or racing bikes, then then you're uh, more likely to, to get a real uplift. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's try uh, skydiving. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty passionate because you're yeah. throwing yourself out of a moving plane. Yeah. yeah. If you're throwing yourself out of a plane that's perfectly functional um, as a hobby, then this is the kind of thing that you're probably going yeah. to mention on occasion. Also, also that that if you've got above sea level, then you've also got below sea level, right? So scuba diving would be another great one, right? Scuba diving is a great one. I used to do a bit of scuba diving myself. Fantastic thing to do. Um, very good uh, and uh, very passionate. A lot of people really love uh, a bit of scuba diving. What about about let's let, let, let me think of something uh what about um being a clerk in a shop no no low, low passion low passion people are doing this kind of thing it's not really a profession some people hey look some people love it it works with their lifestyle they want to do that it's 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 uh it's something that people do some people do it for a long time but if you compare that to another type of job, like, say, firefighting, what would you think about firefighting? Yeah. And again, they risk they're literally going running into burning buildings. Right. So yeah. they're risking their lives. It's a there's a lot more at stake. There. There's a lot more passion, a lot more uh, pride there. And uh, as well, it's it's uh, again, we're hitting on the, the doctor thing. If uh, if I was a doctor, my mom would be really, really proud. Right. Um, if, 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 if my girlfriend, um, if I was a firefighter, I think my girlfriend would be quite proud of that as well. Um, but yeah, I won't discuss that any further before <laughs> I uh, upset myself. Well, you know, other professions are available. Working at Motif is a fine thing to do, Aidan. So, uh, but, so I think what we've got here is we've got the difference between jobs 
and professions. Yeah. Now, there, there are some things that are a bit of a crossover that are a little bit edgy that might only be a job that maybe you tell you, you tell people uh, about that you wouldn't consider to be sort of an old school profession. Um, but basically, if it's just a job, the kind of thing that you could do casually that you're not really going to be overly committed to, um, for instance, a data entry on a spreadsheet. No. Nah. No. Nah. But data entry on a spreadsheet when you're an accountant yes yeah yeah you can definitely tie a lot of puns and a lot of uh, funny quotes into 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 the accountancy niche it has been done yeah. for engineering as well indeed indeed you have to run the numbers on the accountancy t-shirts first uh-huh. <laughs> a little joke uh, not a particularly good one so i think we're starting to see the differences uh, in this, what would you say is a niche that most people make the mistake of trying to get into, Aidan? Oh, God. You, uh, so Thomas has asked me this question because it's a common theme. So everyone out there who's starting on print on demand and starting and looking into Motif and looking to, you know, get, get into grips with this. Do not, as your first thing, go into the cat niche. The cat niche, Aidan? But weren't it's, we just saying that owning a pet was a super yeah. passionate Let me thing? Let me just rewind a little bit there's nothing wrong with the cat niche there's nothing wrong with it. it's fantastic highly lucrative niche however it's been done so so much it's incredibly saturated to it's, the point where it's going to be more difficult well it's not just that it's not just that now the cat niche is a highly lucrative niche however if you decide to enter the cat niche as your first niche this suggests, and we've got, we, we see this a lot, that you might yeah. not put of in the effort and the time and the research to come up with the cat design. You're just taking cats because it's an easy thing to find. Now, as with everything in life, the more you put into this, the more you'll get out. Yeah. So I would say the first, should we do the, 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 the sort of first five steps on what what one should do to 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 do niche uh, uh, niche to, to enter a niche, Aiden. Should yeah. we do that? Let's do that. But I just got one thing to add to the the cat niche, right? And it's this is pretty much what we've discussed so far. But if you did the cat niche, you can do it, but only if you know a certain thing about the black sphinx cat that no one else knew that only black sphinx cat owners would know. So then put it on a design, then do it, right? But you see what we've done there super super passionate um sort of uh, what's the word obscure cat breed and then you know yeah. a certain quote or thing about that breed that no one else does that then you can target to only those people who know about it that could work it just yes. put a cat on a t-shirt yes. one but i think i think Correct. what we're saying is that it coming out with a cat into the cat niche first that's just sort of an indication that you that the that you might not have put as much thought into this yeah. as is going to be required, not only to pick a niche, but also then to come up with a winning design. So yeah. the first thing that you, I would say that you need to do is you need to go out there and you need to find 10 niches. Yeah. 10 niches. Identify 10 high passion niches and write them down. That's, that's, that's your day one. Go out there. Go onto the internet, have a look around. You can look on marketplace websites. You can look on you know, sort of classic. Uh, there's this website called Amazon. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite big now. They break things down in categories like uh, cameras, that kind of thing. Um, photography is a great niche. Uh, uh, write down ten niches. 
find 10 niches, write down 10 niches. Then once you've got those 10 niches, go and find three stores or three stores that are selling products into those niches. So now you've got your 10 niches and you've got three stores per niche. If you can't find three stores on the entire internet that are selling cap, uh, that are selling products in each one of those niches, it's easy. You just knock that niche off the list and replace it with another one. Yeah. But you must to move to move to the next stage. You've got to have thirty stores, ten niches, and then thirty stores, three three stores each. Now, the reason for doing this is that you might have come up with something that could be a great idea, but you're just getting started. You want to know that people are already selling into that niche. So that's what you want to do. You you might have something there that you can come back to later and it's like, oh, I found something here where there isn't much competition. That's great. But when you're starting out, you want to know that there are buyers ready to buy your designs. Yeah. So now you've got your, your, you've got your, your, your 10 niches and your 30 stores. The next thing to do is to take those take those 10 niches and the 30 stores and identify the top 10 stores, the best, the, 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 the best stores, the ones that you think have got the best designs in them. And and, and then you, that that will give you that will give you an idea of what's good and what's not. You should you should then. So keep them to the side because that's going to give you your like quality level score of where you want your design to be. You see some good artwork, you see some stuff going on there. You then want to take the 10 niches and you want to you want to get that down by 50%. So look around, what do you think? What kind of designs would you think you'd want to sell? How many ideas can you come up with in these niches? Is that, what are you interested in? What are you not interested in? You might have been looking for stores, say, in the grandma niche. Grandma niche is a great niche. But it, you might just be thinking, oh, I can't bring myself to sell this. I've got no interest in it. Oh, look at what the kind of post that I'm going to have to come up with. You know, my grandma was never nice to me. I don't know whatever happened. People have lives out there. Um, you know, uh, whatever. Get it down to five. So now you've got your five niche ideas that you've got. The next thing to do is to try and come up with one design idea for each niche. One design idea for each niche. Now you should have five five design ideas. You can come up with more, but at least one. At this point, you should you should know where you're happier, what what you're what you're thinking. Then yeah. you want to you want to get it. Basically, you want to get down to picking one now. Okay. So you've got all of your lists there, and but you're going to pick one. So whatever you think your best idea was, or where you feel most comfortable, you pick one niche. You've done all of the other research. Keep that to hand. You might need it later. You now, you, before you do anything else, you've got that one design in that niche that you've not designed, that one idea. The next thing to do is you want to come up with 10 to 20 ideas. This is before you've designed anything. Come up with 10 to 20 ideas. So look around, get inspiration, look at other niches. Say that you've chosen the, well, let's just use the fishing niche. Say you've chosen the fishing niche. It's a great niche. Maybe you've niched down and you're talking about bass fishing. Go and look for other designs in different niches and see how you can take those ideas and turn them into a bass fishing shirt or a bass fishing design. So what was the example that we used earlier, Aidan, of the design? The weekend forecast. Weekend yeah. forecast. So you've got a weekend forecast of, uh, I've completely forgotten what fishing the shirt is. Fishing with a chance of beer. Bass, bass fishing. No, so you change it to, I'm sure this has already yeah. been done. Bass fishing with a chance of beer, right? 
So, okay, you could say that was one. You'd you'd want to definitely completely redesign it if you were doing it. You want to make yeah. it. You want to make it. But we're not at the design stage. You want to you want to come up with ten good solid ideas. Look around, do some research. Now you've got a list of ten. You want to pick the the top three, the best three, the things, the three that you think are the best, and get them designed. Yeah. Get them so designed. You, so you could do. It's going to be tricky to do scuba diving but another example would be scuba this weekend forecast scuba diving scuba diving with a chance of beer oh they love beer. a drink there you go right? they love it so they shouldn't drink because of the whole thing but uh they do yeah. uh, i can attest uh after living on the tropical island for a while with some scuba divers you know who you are uh they do indeed uh love a beer well there so, we go we just found a design idea yeah so um that's what you want to do and you would go and this is where you want to start looking for a designer to work with long term i know you're just starting yeah. in niche marketing but start start in the best possible way so go on to one of the freelancing websites uh, i would say upwork is a good one but other ones are available and the reason yeah. for that is you want on on the website such as that you can build a longer term relationship with a designer so that design you want to go on there find a designer someone that you can work with long term you won't work with them long term yet but somebody that would be open to that and then you want to get those three designs those three ideas turned into designs to test them out to, to, to you say so you're testing the designer you're looking for something and remember you've got all of those other that research that you did before with your top five stores and all of that stuff and the best three stores so you know what quality looks like you know what kind of level you've got you've got to so you can send those over as references even though they're completely different designs because you've seen all of those other designs this is where all of that work comes in you know what quality looks like and you want to find a designer okay you've got a lower budget you're not going to get a picasso out of it you know you're not looking for some hand-drawn illustration of uh, some glorious scene like out of some sort of a, a movie you're just looking for for a for a level of design that you think is of a reasonable yeah. quality. You get your three designs. You've you found a designer that make. And if you don't like the designs that come back, just you're going to have to move on and find another designer. Designers are sometimes very good and sometimes not so good. Um, so get your designs, and then at that point, you, you're able then to uh, start thinking about advertising and getting that design out but that it, those are really the steps that you need to undertake to to really get into a niche you should also be looking at all of the memes and once you pick that one niche you want to become you want to become knowledgeable about that it might be something that you've never done yourself or uh, such as scuba diving you might not be anywhere near any water or can't swim so you want to go onto forums you want to look at memes you want to really get an understanding of that niche as well yeah, I mean, Wikipedia is a very underrated tool, right? I've learned so much off Wikipedia. And um, Thomas, there's a few comments I want to read out because they're hilarious. And secondly, <laughs> I might have on my second screen a list of over a thousand niches that I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna switch roles, and I'm, I'm gonna bring some out that I think are really specific or really um, specialist. That I think I want your opinion, right? Yeah. So first to the comments. So, Marcus, I know that isn't your uh, your name. I know your name's something different. I can't remember what it was, but put it in the comments. He has been on a roll with these, Thomas. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put some to you. Proud mother of a firefighter. Okay, can see that one working. Accountants do it with interest. 
Genius. Overcaturated. Yeah, we get it. Oversaturated. <laughs> you could sell that to POD sellers probably. Um, vegan surfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be a little bit too specific out there, although you never know. Uh, There's the kind of thing that wouldn't, you know, that would that maybe work. Surfing yeah. on an avocado. Yeah. No. Stumbled with that one. I had to, I had to think about it. Um, and Hillary asked, um, what about the, what about emo culture? And I think, well, there's a lot of steampunk culture, a lot of punk culture. Why, why not? Or indeed why? Go. Or indeed why? Right. I'm so, not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, Aiden, maybe you could explain to me what emo culture is, as you're, uh, such a, a follower of modernity. I mean, I, I did sociology at A level, so I pretty much know all these subcultures oh. among throughout the world. But this is about print on demand. I don't want to go too off topic. Yeah, Maybe that's a topic right. for another time. You know, right, I think if you got into this, it would be uh, it would be very informative. Maybe we'll start another channel where Aiden can discuss emo culture. Hit like <laughs> if you'd like to see that. Yeah, and um, are you ready for my first potentially specialist niche idea? Sorry, are we talking about Elmo from Sesame Street? That Elmo Maybe. culture, but you can't do that as trademark. Of course, That's just, yeah. You know, just clap for clarification. So the first specialist thing, audiologist. Audiologist. Well, so, someone who does a lot with sound, right? Well, I would like to think so, but you never know with these definitions. It could be anything, but yes, it would be. Um, so an audiophile is somebody that would spend an incredible amount of money on a turntable that hovers in air, driven by magnets, and uh, uh, it's very expensive uh, uh, audio equipment. That is a that is a niche. In fact, the audio equipment is so finely tuned that the human ear can't tell the difference, but they'll swear that it can. And I don't want to offend any audiophiles out there. They are well known for their uh, for, for, uh, for their passion. Yeah. And uh, that is definitely a niche. An and, audiologist and could be. The reason I bring this one up and maybe audiophile is the, is the right word. No, no. One's, is... one's the profession and one's the, the person that loves right. the thing. And the reason for this is these 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 people, I've got a, a few DJ friends, they spend a lot of money on this well, equipment. So I'm yes. pretty sure they'll spend a little bit on a T-shirt, right? Or yes, a I think that's a job. I think that's a job role and probably a very narrow job role. Whereas a right. DJ, uh, you know, I was a, I'm a strong uh, Gen Xer, uh, I'm not a boomer. I know, I know I, you know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know that. Thank you, Aiden. Uh, I know that uh, I maybe I, I'm a bit boomerish. But uh, I'm not a boomer. Um, I'm Gen X, and uh, we're in the 1990s. That was a decade. Uh, in another century, uh, in a galaxy far away. Anyway, um, everybody thought that they were a DJ because they had bought a turntable and put it in their room, and they thought that they were very cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. no, no, before CD, we see just 1990s, oh, maybe, Aiden. Uh, yeah again it's cd uh, player we were excited oh. to see the walkman anyway the point is djs professional djs or djing is a big niche people love it and uh, that that's definitely a, that's definitely a passionate niche yeah. second one cartographers so it's cartographer kind of is it i believe that's a profession <laughs> is well. it a profession cartography is a but profession I think it's a hobby as well right you can do it as a hobby as well aiden but yes cartography 
So that's maybe in the... Tell the people what it is as you're obviously reading it. Base... No, I'm not reading <laughs> it. I've just got a list. And if anyone wants this list that I'm reading from, message me. So this is some bonus content. Message yeah. me on Facebook and I'll send you it. I'll give you this list. I've got over a thousand on this list here that I'm reading now. This is all readily available on the internet. I'm not special. I haven't curated this massive list myself. I've gone and found it. That's all I've done. Okay. Well, we, li and we like to think here at Motif that you are special, Aiden. But uh, what's explain what cartography is for so Cartography is the, um, it's map making, basically. It's Thank map you, Mark. Thank yes. you, Mark. It's basically how they, how the globes are made. They figure out where all the things are. It's pretty much right. That's my, again, maybe I need to get on Wikipedia and teach myself a little bit more about this one, but I thought it's quite specialised, it's quite niche. Uh, oh, we've got a good one next. Okay, let's move swiftly on. Cosmetology. Cosmetology? So basically people, yes. astrologists. Look at the basically. cosmos. No, an astrologist is a job title. Ooh. Cosmetology is uh, the, the study of the cosmos. Well, you say astrology. Yes, it is a profession, but there's a lot of hobbyist astrologers. Uh, astrologist there, right? is a profession. Astrology uh, isn't. Right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of people from a couple of my friends, for example, they think they know loads about the stars because they downloaded an app. There's a lot of people that like looking into this in their spare time. They take long drives at the weekend to a certain place where it's clearer at the sky. If you're willing to take that drive over there and buy a, a big um, oh telescope. God, telescope to look at look at the mars in a certain orbit you're probably going to buy a t-shirt for that right mars of course famously the roman god of what, what was it Hayden? war 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 well that was a uh, uh, a big dipper uh, uh. um but what would you say like a astrology is that a good niche yes the sky at night was a very uh, yes certainly astrology is a astrologist definitely a good profession uh, passionate astrology definitely uh, again they're spending money in the niche there will be some t-shirts out there um, and some other designs I say pretty good a pretty good one don't see that very often um, but definitely uh, you know uh, if you've ever been in if you live in a city and you've never been outside of a city or away from light pollution on a clear night, uh, you can is quite amazing uh, in a power cut or something like that. I've lived in some places where you'd be surprised by how many billions of stars there are. So oh. it's pretty passionate. That's the rom most romantic. Anyway, thing this, live stream. Um, let's move. Let's move on now. Um, what's watching. the next one? Bird watching. Well, that's not really what that's called, is it? What's that called? Yeah. bird watching yeah <laughs> bird watchers yes that's uh, uh, a very hobby. passionate it is a, it is yes there's a technical term for it but I'm, I, I am i will sound like a boomer then but yes uh, <laughs> bird watching is uh, is is a thing uh, a very passionate thing binoculars and uh, hides and all of that kind of stuff bouldering bouldering is this climbing up boulders Pretty much, yes. it's it's a it's a form of mountain climbing, but again, it's sort of sub niche. So you've got climbing, then you've got bouldering, which is doing stuff. I think I might be wrong in doing this. Isn't it without ropes? I'm not an expert. Um, I've never really uh, climbed anything intentionally before. Um, 
I climb the stairs every day, so. Anyway, I won't bore you guys to tears with it. Maybe maybe one or two Um, more. And then I'll just give you the list. Give me a highlight one. Let's pick pick the best one out of the thousand without going through the Uh, Um, I mean, something we haven't gone into is there's um there's music isn't it and there's people that play instruments and there's so many different instruments you could do people who play the clarinet or people who really love the cello let's let's go for the best one violin violin violin's the best yeah it's got to be the best it's got to be the best instrument um your paganini uh I know if, if you're not aware of Paganini. Anyway, we're we're going down a, but practice uh, practice your violin uh, and uh, practicing music, that whole thing. Um, proud parent of a violin player. Uh, I sent my son to music school. I sent my daughter to music school, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Again, pretty strong. Um, okay. Well, Aiden, I think that we've given a. Uh, pretty solid uh if not rambling introduction to niche marketing um and get out there find your niches go through those steps there's a course once you found your niche there's a link to a course a free facebook ads course uh in the in the description and uh share the share the likes like the shares do the things that we appreciate it and uh also there's the just before we wrap up, if anyone's still listening, uh, which uh, who knows, we hope so, join the Facebook group because yeah. in our Facebook group, if I get a certain amount of likes on the on a post in there, I will be revealing one of my biggest selling designs, the design, the whole process that I went through, and even giving a link to download the uh, artwork because the artwork for this design is in a niche but it is scalable across niches, languages, and everything else. So it will be a templated design, a couple of variations in there with some language examples that you can take and run with and create dozens, hundreds of, 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 of designs. It just needs a, a, little, a little tweak, and uh, you'll be able to run and run with that. So join the group, link in the, link in the chat, and uh, let's get this out there. And just on that, also, in that group, you can find me. And if you do want my list of niches, message me and I'll give you it. Hit the like, smash the subscribe. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next week on Thursday at 5 p.m. GMT. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.